Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody's okay. Everybody's doing well. Um, my weekend started yesterday, Friday. I have off Monday. Every, I have off every Monday uh, this month, and then one week of June. So uh, it's good. It's good. Everything is good over here on this side. I bought a, a, a wine last night. Drank two cups of that, and I was like, "Sleepy time, bobos. Time to go to sleep." Um, <laughs> But yeah, on all seriousness, though, everything's all good over here on this side. Uh, just, uh, you know, taking it week by week, you know, we're going to talk about what happened in the draft. Um, what, what, you know, the state of the Philadelphia Eagles, a reunion on the offensive side. And uh, so much, there's so much more, people. There's so much more to get into. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. And I'm going to... Um, after I do the podcast, I'm going to get a haircut. That's right. I'm going to get a haircut today. Um, a much a much needed haircut. Um, it's been like about a month ever since, you know, a few days before me going on vacation in April. <laughs> so uh, that was, uh, I think I got a haircut like um, April 8th and it's May 8th. So uh, <laughs> I'm... Um, um, it's 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 exciting it uh, not the haircut just like you know <laughs> when you when you when you look yourself in the mirror you're just like holy shit bro I gotta make an appointment <laughs> yeah, I gotta make an appointment um yeah the, things are rough out here <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing people oh my goodness that's what I'm doing um. But yeah, but yeah, uh, man, man, oh man, all right, um, but let's, uh, let's, let's get into a few things, um, tonight, uh, Canelo Alvarez will go off, will fight, uh, fight against, my, my apologies, um, Billy Joe Saunders, that's right, um, this is, uh, this is gonna be exciting, gonna be an exciting, fun fight, uh, can't wait for this. Um, you know, Billy Joe Saunders is undefeated. Canelo, Canelo Alvarez is one of the top dogs in the business right now. Who will win? Will Billy Joe Saunders be able to uh, keep his undefeated streak and knock off Canelo Alvarez? Or will Canelo be able to just do what he does best sometimes? You know, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. You know, these guys, they're ready to go at it. And it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a show uh the show for the making, you know, it's uh, at AT and T Stadium. That's right. Canelo Alvarez is um, fifty-five, one and two with thirty-seven knockouts. Billy Joe Saunders, he's uh, he is. I'm trying to trying to figure out where. Okay, it doesn't uh. Okay, found that, found that, found that. He's a uh, thirty and zero with fourteen knockouts. So there you go, people. There you go. There you go. It's gonna be exciting. I don't know. 
I don't know if uh, Billy Joe Saunders will win though. I'm I'm be real. I don't know. Canelo's like at the uh, on in uh um he's like on the top of his game right now, you know. So uh, I don't I don't I don't know how you know necessarily he would. I don't know necessarily how he would uh, fare when it would come to, you know, facing Canelo Alvarez, you know, how he would lose to somebody of that magnitude, you know. I mean, sorry, win with somebody of that magnitude. Sorry, guys, my head's all over the place. It's, it's all over the place. It is all over the place, people. All right, but let's get into some uh, National Hockey League. Let's talk about it. Uh, you know, National Hockey League playoffs are coming up, people. They are coming up. They are coming up. A um, few things to talk about. Uh, you know, obviously, there's hockey today. Um... Uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna look into the hockey playoffs after I look into what's been going on with the Chicago Blackhawks. They won the one they won the last time uh they played actually. They won in overtime. Um yep, they won they beat the Hurricanes two to one on Thursday night. And they play against the Stars tomorrow. They play against the Stars tomorrow. Um, right now they're sixth in the central. They're not, uh, doing too good, to be honest. They're not. Um, which, which sucks because, you know, they were, they had a little run in the beginning of the season. And, uh, they never really kind of, uh, gotten back to that. They really haven't. They really have not, um. But um, let's talk about when the uh the last game of the season is. You know, we got to get into that. Um, it looks like it might be a uh, Monday, May tenth for for hockey. Um, so that's uh, so Blackhawks play against the Stars tomorrow. Then they play against the uh the Stars on Monday, and then uh that's it, that's it um. But I'm going to uh, I'm gonna check uh, you know the standings, who's in the playoffs, and all that good stuff. We're gonna get into all of that right now. We're gonna get into all of that right now, people, because um, and you know when uh, I know you guys remember like when we first talked about all this, and you know. What 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 do I see as Chicago Blackhawks? Um, you know what do I see from them this upcoming season? I said they will not be a playoff team. I did get a little excited when uh, they went on that hot streak for a while, but uh, I did say it. I did say um, they weren't going to be a playoff team. They were not. Um, it's just it's not going to happen. Not yet, at least. I've I've seen I've seen good things. I've seen good things from them. But not good enough things. Um, yeah. So let's uh, let me see. 
Do I wish they was in the playoffs? Absolutely, people. Absolutely. But they're not. They are not in the playoffs. And it, it, it sucks. All right. Um, Carolina. The Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Uh, they clinched the division. Tampa Bay and Florida have clinched playoff spots. Vegas. Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, and St. Louis all clinch playoff spots. Um, Pittsburgh, Washington, Boston, New York, Icelanders, they all clinch playoff spots. Um, Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, they all clinch playoff spots as well. Um, okay. So, I, I want to check because I don't know if... There's um, more playoff spots available or not. Um, so I definitely want to see how, how that would work out in, 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 in their favor, you know, and not the Blackhawks, obviously. And, um, you know, everybody else, you know, everybody else's favor. But, um, but yeah, like I said, for the Blackhawks, it's a re they're in a rebuilding mode. They're rebuilding well, just like my Chicago Bulls and my Philadelphia Eagles, which sucks. <laughs> um, but, you know, the, yeah, they're in a the rebuilding mode, and it's going to take some time to, you know, until they get back on top. Yeah, it's been since 2013, but they haven't really been able to progress the players they, they have to and the way they have to. And, uh, you know, slowly but surely, it, you, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing progress. You are. You're seeing progress. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, let's look at, uh, the playoff format. Okay. All right, nothing really, nothing really to, to see there. Um, all right, now we're good. We're good. All right, let's move on to Major League Baseball. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, my New York Yankees play against the Washington Nationals at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, Yankees, you know, they have won five straight, but then uh, the past two days they've lost two straight. So just uh, as the Yankees look like they were, you know, getting on the roll, um, they just... It was like, nope, no more rolls. <laughs> um, Dodgers, Dodgers and Yankees surprisingly are uh, struggling right now. But that doesn't mean that they won't want to chip this year. Red Sox are the first team to 20 wins this season so far. Um, but yeah, Yankees are struggling, y'all. Yankees are struggling. Um, I can actually tell you they're... Uh, their record in a minute. They are sixteen and sixteen. Orioles are fifteen and seventeen. Blue Jays are sixteen and fifteen. Rays are eighteen and sixteen, and then the Red Sox are twenty and thirteen. So the division is pretty tight right now, but uh, it ain't looking good. The A's are twenty and fourteen, so they're they're they have twenty wins this season as well. 
but they're not like ahead of the division either because the Mariners are right there with 18-15, Astros 17-15, Rangers 16-18, and then the Angels are 14-17. and 17. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and Albert Pujols, he got uh, released by the Angels. So it's going to be inter interesting to see where Albert Pujols goes. Anytime you see somebody like that, you get like, all right, the New York Yankees. <laughs> Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Top Yankees draft picks are looking good in Tampa right now. Esteban Florio. That's his name. Um, uh, the Yankees bring back Miguel Andujar. So... Um, uh, Yankees bullpen, though, the, uh, Yankees bullpen, uh, the past two days have not been doing, have not been doing good at all. So, um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Man, I, I, you know, the Yankees promoted, uh, Andujar Triple Scranton. I always said it, man. I wish, I fucking wish that uh, the Yankees would have signed DJ LeMatthew and traded him for Francisco Lindor. Or not sign DJ LeMatthew and trade for Lindor. I always said it, man. They should have did it because, oh my goodness. This shit's ugly. <laughs> this shit is ugly, dude. We ain't doing good. Nothing against him, but come on, Lindor. He's a... Uh, He's a transcendent um type of type of player. Really is. He really is. Um, but you know, Yankees gotta Yankees gotta do better, you know. You know, Stanton's on fire, uh Aaron Judge kinda slowed down a little bit, but San John Carlos Stanton's been on fire. Um, and then we look you know, we look at um uh, the pitching. The pitching was doing good and then all of a sudden it was like, whoa. So we you know, we gotta get back to that. We do. So you know there, there definitely has to be a lot of adjustments made during the season for the New York Yankees. There, uh, they really should. They, they really should. They really should. Um. But let's talk about the NBA, y'all. Let's talk about the NBA. Um, I, 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 you know, when the NBA said, "Oh, we're gonna," after Lakers won the championship and what in October, they said, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start the season at the end of December." I always knew it would uh be a bad idea, just from the simple fact, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't get the rest that they needed. <laughs> um, you know, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, um, so many other guys that have gotten injured, um, you know, and it's LaMelo, well, LaMelo Ball, you can't really count because he's a rookie, so he didn't play last season in the bubble. You know, so so many so many guys, and it's like NBA should have should have did a better job of 
of uh, protecting their players, you know, um, not putting them in harm's way. The NBA players wanted to start like in January, Martin Luther King Day. Um, you could do something like that. You ain't have to rush them. You ain't have to push them to start now. Um, and that that's what I get mad, you know, with like certain leagues, like especially the NBA. Like, come on, you got to be more responsible. Like a Major League Baseball, they ain't rush their guys. They did the normal schedule they usually do. All right, it ain't it ain't tough. It ain't it ain't uh it ain't metal and wood. You know, it ain't it ain't um it ain't nails nails and screws. It's common sense. It's easy. Um. Now, if you got LeBron James and Anthony, you know I'm going to the Lakers as that uh, right now they're scheduled to be in the play on playing game. If 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 you got Anthony Davis and LeBron James healthy, at least 90 percent healthy, they don't got to be hundred percent healthy. If they are healthy, they will make it to the NBA Finals. I don't want to hear LeBron saying he was never he never gonna be a hundred percent again. I don't believe that. I believe that's all smoke and mirrors. I believe at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Dennis Schroeder, and all them boys, they will make it to the NBA Finals to play against the Brooklyn Nets. Now, don't sleep on the Milwaukee Bucks or the Philadelphia 76ers. Don't sleep on them. But I'm telling you right now, don't sleep on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Anthony Davis had back spasms the, uh, Thursday night. He played Friday. He played. He, he, did, he was all right. He was all right. He did good. He did good. I'm at it. So, I ain't trying to hear all this mess. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm done with it. I ain't trying to hear this mess. Really, is I'm really not. Let's look at these at these standings. My Chicago Bulls beat the Boston Celtics one twenty one at ninety nine last night. Uh, the Chicago Bulls have been on one since Zach Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic have returned. Excuse me. All right. Um. Right now, the Chicago Bulls will be in the play-in tournament. Um, sorry, no, they would not. My bad. My apologies, y'all. They would not actually. They would actually not be. It would be uh the Wizards, the Wizards, the Wizards and the Pacers, the Hornets and the Celtics. Um, all right, let's look at some things. Sixers, Bucks, and Nets have all clinched playoff spots. Um, the the Jazz, Suns, Clippers. Nuggets and the Mavericks have clinched playoff spots. Um, right now, if if the season were to end, if the season were to end today, all right, if the season were to end today, um, the playing tournament would consist of the Celtics, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Wizards. In the West, it would be the Lakers, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Spurs. So there you have it. Um, I'm hoping my Chicago Bulls make it, but I don't think they will. I don't think they will. They would have to knock off the Pacers or the Wizards. Most likely, the Wizards would probably be the, like the the uh the team that would obviously choke when it's all said and done. Um, but at the end of the day, too, I don't I don't see them choking. So you know, 
It's, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, let's see how many. I don't even know how many games are left in the season. I know it's I know it's coming to an end, though. Um, it is coming to an end. Uh, hold on, y'all. I am uh, doing my doing my research. May 16th. May 16th is the last day of the NBA. All right. Um, actually, since, you know, Bulls are in this tournament, um, and I think Lakers could play their way out of the playing tournament. I think I think Blazers will end up being in it, but just depends. I'm going to look at the Lakers schedule. I'm going to look at the Lakers schedule. I'm gonna look at the Lakers. I'm gonna look at the Lakers, Trailblazers, Bulls, and the Wizards schedules coming up. Cause I'm I'm really intrigued. I'm I really am. I'm really intrigued from what I'm seeing, and I wanna I wanna see I wanna see where uh where people stand. I do. So we're gonna. I think I think they should have traded Kyle Kuzma for somebody, but okay. I I really I'm not a fan of Kyle Kuzma. I really am not. I'm more of a fan of Lonzo. If I had to keep one of them, I probably would have kept Lonzo Ball. But, hey, because right now Lonzo, he is getting better and better and better and better. All right, people. Saturday, uh, San Antonio and Portland, they play today. Washington and Indiana played today as well, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. Um, Sunday. Sunday. Uh. Sunday, the Lakers in Phoenix. That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be a tough one. You got Chicago and Detroit. Um, all right. Monday, you have Washington and Atlanta. And you got Houston and Portland. Tuesday, you got Chicago and Brooklyn. That's going to be a tough one. Um, you got New York Knicks and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, do, 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 do. Wednesday, you got Washington and Atlanta. You have uh, Lakers and Houston and Portland and Utah. And Thursday, you have Thursday. You got um, Portland and Phoenix. You have Chicago and Toronto. Friday, you have no none of the teams that you know I'm 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 looking at or would be playing the 14th. Um, but there's two more days, so I gotta find the 15th and 16th. It's uh, uh it's. It could go either way. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It really could go either way for for these teams. Um, the 15th, and then you got Chicago, Brooklyn. You got Lakers, Indiana. Sunday, I believe all the teams are playing. You got Washington and Charlotte. You have Portland and Denver. You have Chicago and Milwaukee. Um, and then you got Lakers and Pelicans. You got Lakers and Pelicans, y'all. All right. Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, 
Because even like if Chicago, Chicago wins. Let's say Chicago wins now, right? But they're three games behind. So that means they get they get uh, they have to have you know the Wizards like just fail, which it's possible. They uh they always fail. <laughs> um, yeah, because right now Washington Wizards are thirty one and thirty six. Chicago Bulls are twenty eight and thirty nine. The only reason, you know, what fucked us up was um, when Zach Levine uh, was out for like 10 or 14 days because of, you know, protocol. That really messes us up. Um, you know, so. But yeah. But as far as the Lakers and Trailblazers, that was going to be tough because Lakers have their, their, you know, the remaining schedule for them is uh is definitely is it's tough. It, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's uh it's tough. Um, but um, I think I think they'll be able to, you know, Lakers avoid the play-in. Um, I think they will. I uh I definitely believe they will. You know, Magic Cavaliers and Pistons are eliminated. Um, Thunder Timberwolves and Rockets are eliminated. Um, so Pelicans and Kings still have a chance to get into the playing tournament, and the Bulls and the Raptors still have a chance as well. Like I said, out of all the teams, though, you know, between Pacers and Wizards, I believe Wizards could be the team that moves out, and Bulls or Raptors move in. And then in the West, Pelicans Pelicans definitely they have they, Pelicans have a strong chance. They're only two games behind, um, but it's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, you know. Um, Zion's out for a little bit, I believe. I if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, if I'm not incorrect, Zion is out for just you know a tad bit. Um, so yeah, um, I I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, yes. Uh, they're two games behind the Spurs and three games behind the Grizzlies. So yeah, and don't forget, only two teams. You know, two teams to make it. So it's if the season ended today, it would be. I, I could definitely see it be, be being between, um, you know, Lakers and Warriors, 7th and 8th, um, if Lakers stay there. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if 7th and 8th are going to play each other, or is it going to be 7th, 10th, and 8th and 9th play, or 7th, 9th, and 8th and 10th play. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to. I like this playing tournament, you know, you see LeBron criticizing it or whatever, but... Uh, I, I, I like it. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I like I like this play in tournament. I do. Um it's definitely uh it's, it's definitely uh exciting. You know, you get you give the ninth and the tenth seed a chance to, you know, make it into the playoffs and who knows, maybe they have a run. Yes, in the NBA it's not like the NFL or major league baseball, but you never know, people. You never know. Things could change in a blink of in a blink of a, of an eye. 
But yeah, that's what we're dealing with, people. May 16th, uh, May 10th is the last day for National Hockey League. May 16th is the last day for the uh the NBA. So uh so yeah. So yeah, people, yeah, people. Um other news though, the Chicago Bulls, like I said, they, they beat the Celtics last night, one twenty one and ninety nine. They really blew past them. Uh they play the Pistons tomorrow. They should be able to win that, but then they play the Nets on Tuesday. So uh Oh man, that, that one's definitely gonna be against the Nets. It's gonna be Tough. It's definitely gonna be tough. Um, I guess, and we play we play the Nets like twice. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like we play them once. We play them twice. Um, so it's it's definitely gonna be tough. Yeah, we we got the we got we got five games left. So we got the Pistons, the Nets, Raptors, Nets, and Bucks. So we could beat the Pistons, we could beat the Raptors, and then we lose to the Nets two times in the Bucks and just call it a day, call it a season. Oh boy, we'll we'll see though, we'll see. I don't know, maybe you know, maybe we'll win the next four out of five. I don't think we'll win all five, but if we win the three or next four out of five, you know, with some luck on our side, and then Wizards. I just want to see. Because I don't think the Washington Wizards have that tough of a schedule, to be honest. Um, but, you know, they, they're they not a good team. Russell Westbrook averages triple-doubles and they still lose. Like, huge, not like 20, 10, and 10. Like, no, it could be like 20 points, 20 rebounds, and 20 assists. <laughs> and they still freaking find a way to lose. Um, they play Pacers today. Then they play the Hawks twice. And they play the Cavs, and they play the Hornets. But like I said, they're not a good team. I can see them being the ca- beating the Cavs, and I can see them beating the Hawks once. Um, but we'll see. I mean, if they ever lose to the Pacers, the Hawks, Hawks, and maybe probably beat the Cavs, but then lose to the Hornets, that that would be a perfect scenario for myself. Yeah, that would. That would, people. That would be, that'd be phenomenal. But, but yeah, let's move on to the NFL. Um, let's move on to the NFL. Um, got a few things to talk about. Obviously, you know, you know the draft, Aaron Rodgers, the Philadelphia Eagles, and so much more. And so much more, people. So I, I looked at uh Top and Chase uh early twenty twenty two NFL mock draft and it has uh well he has the Eagles drafting at number seven a quarterback out of North Carolina. So hopefully that's not the case, but if it is, it, I mean it is what it is. You know. Alright, uh let's look at surprise NFL free agents who could go unsigned heading into training camps. Let's see. Let's see uh who they got. 
Yeah, I know there's actually a few. You got offensive tackle Russell Akung. Uh, yeah, well, I'm a former Carolina Panther. I'm surprised he's still there. You got linebacker KJ Wright. Um, offensive tackle Mitchell Swartz. Kansas City last year. Edge rusher Justin Houston. Cornerback Richard Sherman. I would, I, I would, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I'd take a chance at him. But he's 33, you know. He's 33. Obviously, he can still play. He was injured last year, though. That's that's a concern. But you know, I mean, well, you know, we'll 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 see. We'll see. Um. All right, people. All right. Um. All right. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So I'm on draft night, as I'm, you know, I'm getting ready for, uh, you know, to to do the podcast. And I got a lot going on, guys. So sorry if I sold out of it, but there's a lot going on in my life right now. But, um, you know, I'm getting ready to do the podcast for the draft and all this good stuff. And, um, and, <laughs> and I get a notification. Aaron Rodgers wants out. He wants out of Green Bay. I'm like, holy shit. You know, um, you know, so that happened, you know, going through all the emotions and, and all, you know, all this wild stuff, right? Um, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What the fuck is about to happen? Like, really? What the fuck is gonna happen? You know, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. You know, um, I'm just going through it. Just you know, thinking in my head and stuff. And uh, and wait, Aaron Rodgers could be traded this upcoming regular season. Aaron Rodgers could be in a different uniform. Um, and that uniform, we could talk about Miami, we could talk about Atlanta, San Fran, we could talk about Denver, I mean, we could talk about a whole bunch of places, a whole bunch of places we could talk about, a whole bunch of places, and when I look, I look at the Denver Broncos, and what they did with Peyton Manning. And I say, man, that is the perfect place. Because, yeah, all right, you got the Raiders. But I, I, best, I best believe I ain't, going to, I ain't going to Las Vegas to get my ear chewed out by this bum, uh, John Gruden. That don't, he don't got no damn wide receivers. You know, barely an old lineman. Barely a defense. At least you go to Denver, they got a formidable defense. You got wide receivers. 
that with Aaron Rodgers, they're gonna become great uh, wide receiver one, two, three. You know, you feel me? They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna provide they're gonna produce for Aaron Rodgers. They got a pretty decent O lineman. They got running backs. They got Melvin Gordon. They just drafted a, a running back in the, in the in the I believe the later rounds. If not, if I'm not incorrect, um, and, you know, they just they just drafted Pat Patrick Sertain the second. The Denver Broncos are set for the future. All they need is that quarterback because they can't they can't draft the quarterback worth a shit. It's like a man trying to pick out three wives, and they all cheat on them. You know. <laughs> so uh yeah um but if i had a pick i i say denver i i see aaron Rodgers going to denver you know you say cleveland all with the, sorry i'm sorry no you know the cleveland is not going to trade baker mayfield for aaron Rodgers. to only have him for let's say two to five years well you got baker mayfield from 12 to 15 maybe more years all right it, it's, it's common sense too you, you don't you don't you don't do stuff like that I'm sorry, it just does not happen. It just doesn't. It doesn't happen, people. It does not. It does not happen at all. Um, but yeah. Let's uh let's talk about something. I'm gonna um read the draft picks from one to thirty-two. All right. Oh, sorry. Uh, number one pick, obviously, was uh, Trevor Lawrence. He went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, man, he is that dude, y'all. He is that dude. Trevor Lawrence, he he's he's the real deal. You know, you you look at this dude. Uh, he's he's he has a chance to become a, a Hall of Famer. He has a chance to become one of the best quarterbacks to one of the top five quarterbacks to ever do it. Um, he has that type of scene, like that type of, you know, but he's definitely a franchise quarterback. Um, and this is the guy that he has, a, he has, a, he has the goal. He has the audacity to, you know, I don't know why I just said it like that, but um, he, he has the potential. He has the, the promise to take the Jacksonville Jaguars to the promised land in five to eight years. Um, the Jets. The Jets, they drafted Zach Wilson from BYU. That's right. Um, we all knew this was going to happen. The draft really going to start to the third pick with the San Francisco 49ers. But, you know, drafting Zach Wilson was the right idea. It was the best move. And uh, it's it's what they needed. Is it, um, You know, trading Sam Darnold um, and Zach Wilson obviously being there. Yeah, you're going to get him. You're going to get him. He's the best He's the best fit for uh, for the Jets. You know, you, got, you had Mac Jones. You had Justin Fields. You had... Um, who else, who else do you have? Uh, you had freaking, uh, yeah, Trey Lance. You had all these guys, but you, in this situation, you gotta go with Zach Wilson. So, yeah. Well, the third overall pick, uh, the San Francisco 49ers drafted Trey Lance from North Dakota State. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to the Bay Area. Um, as of right now, he's going to be the backup quarterback for um, he's going to be the backup quarterback for uh, Jimmy G, which is smart, you know, because Trey Lance is a project. He is, no doubt about it. You you sit him, and then whenever Jimmy G gets injured or he doesn't play to the to the standard that that uh, 
that you, you need him to play to. You put Trey Lynch in and you watch that boy shine. You watch this, that boy shine. Because this is the one one of the best draft this is one of the best draft um draft for quarterbacks that we've seen in a while. Like Trevor Lawrence is gonna be good. Zach Wilson is gonna be good. Trey Lance is gonna be good. Justin Fields is hard to say. Mac Jones in that system in that Patriots system is gonna be good. Kyle Trask in a few years with uh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after Tom Brady retires. It's gonna be interesting to see how he does. You know, so it's a it's a whole it's a whole multitude of things and um and it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be exciting to see. Can't wait I can't wait to see. Um Alright. So yeah. Um and then number four, number four pick, Kyle Pitts is drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Um we all know Falcons are gonna do this. Um, I mean, you thought for a second you could have been like, uh, Justin Fields might get drafted by uh the Atlanta Falcons, but that did not happen and uh they got their tight end. They got their tight end. They probably this is probably the best tight end they've they will have since uh Tony Gonzalez. Most likely. So definitely gonna be interesting to see what happens there. Um I'm gonna say it now. He's definitely gonna be one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. He is. He's gonna be probably one of the best tight ends to ever play this game. I'm. I. You heard it here first. You heard it. You heard it here first, yo. Like, like, really. Like, he's gonna be really, really, really good. Like, no lie. I'm not even lying. Yeah, I'm not blowing smoke up anybody's ass. This dude. He's gonna be a baller. He's gonna be good. He's going to be very, very good. But, uh, alright, um, Cincinnati Bengals, they draft Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. Another one, a reunion, one, uh, a reunion with, uh, with, uh, you know, Jamar Chase and, and, and Joe Burrow. Um, this, this is a good, good pairing. This is what the Cincinnati Bengals needed. Yeah, they didn't need an old lineman, but you could address that later in the draft. You needed this dude. You needed a wide receiver that was gonna uh, play play to the level of of a Joe Burrow. Um, you know, you know, AJ Green wasn't doing it. Um, John Ross wasn't doing it as well. So you know, you had to go up and get this dude. You had to go get him. Um, the Miami Dolphins drafted uh, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. Um, he, he's another one. He's another one, another reunion, uh, with, uh, with Tua Tagovailoa. Um, you know, he's, he's going there with his former quarterback. So Jalen Waddle and Tua, you know, they're going to, they're going to do their thing. They're going to go, they're going to go at it. They're going to go after it. You know, they already got Devontae Parker there. Now you add Jalen Waddle. Oh my goodness. It's going to, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be scary. I'm telling y'all right now, it's going to be scary. Uh, number seventh pick. Uh, you know they're coming after the kneecaps. You know they going after the knees. They're gonna bite them off like 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 a chicken, like a like a turkey on um on Thanksgiving. Uh, Detroit Lions draft Penny Sewell. That's right, offensive tackle from Oregon. Go pick up. They need they needed that. Uh, with the eighth overall pick, Carolina Panthers draft J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. 
His father was Joel Horn. He played in the NFL as well. Um, ninth overall pick. Um, Denver Broncos draft Patrick Sertain, the second cornerback out of Alabama. Um, I think he's going to be the best corner out of all, all the corners in this draft. Pat Patrick Sertain, the second. His father played in the NFL as well. Um, and then with the 10th pick, which was a Cowboys pick, but they traded with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, they switched from 10 to 12, and the Eagles, I believe, gave the Cowboys like a third-round pick. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles draft Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama. Um, with the 11th pick in the draft, the Chicago Bears, they traded with, uh, with the New York Giants, New York football Giants, to, and the Bears drafted Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. Um, sorry, let me talk about Devontae. Devontae Smith, he's a baller. He's going to be one of the one of the best wide receivers to ever do it. Not to ever do it, but from this draft class, he's going to be, the, you know, when you look at Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, uh, Devontae Smith, them dudes, top three, they're going to probably be up there. And, if I mean, it all depends how Jalen Hurst does, but Devontae Smith with Jalen Rager and whoever they got in the slot, I mean, they're going to move Devontae around. But um, Devont, just Devontae Smith and, and Jalen Rager, Boy, you, bro, you better you better stop it. You better watch out. It's going it's going to be it's going to be a and then you got Jalen Hurts, you got Miles Sanders, and all these guys. And you know there were some more roster moves made along the way, so we got to get into that. Um, but this was a great pickup for them. I mean, if you don't go with Devontae Smith, you're you're stupid. You know you had to you had to. Same thing with the Bears. The Bears needed a quarterback. Yeah, you got Andy Dalton, but he's just going to hold it down for a little bit. But the, later in the season, you put Justin Fields in or you start Justin Fields this season, and Justin Fields takes over the reins. Dallas Cowboys draft Michael Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. This one's very scary because uh, they're in our division, and we got to play this brother now. Um, But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, We all knew they were, they were going to. Probably go for Michael Parsons. Um, and now just don't be prepared and show, you know, Michael Parsons, he's a Cowboys fan. So for him to get drafted by the Cowboys, it was a dream come true for him. It really was. And he's going to be a baller. He's going to be a baller for, for years to come. For years to come. The Chargers, uh, they drafted Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. Um, the Jets, they drafted, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, uh, guard. The New England Patriots drafted Mac Jones quarterback out of Alabama. Um, you know, uh, this is who he, this is the perfect system for Mac Jones. Um, it is, it's the perfect system for him and it's going to work out so, so good. I know it will. And, uh, he's definitely going to. He's gonna succeed in the system because Cam Newton he he really doesn't have any much much left, so he's just gonna you know be you know the key holder until uh he gives it up, or until Bill Belichick thinks uh it's time for Mac Jones to succeed. All right, um, the Arizona Cardinals they drafted linebacker Zaven Collins. Um, the Raiders drafted Alex Leatherwood. Bad, bad spot to draft him. If you wanted to draft him, you should have moved down. 
Uh, the Miami Dolphins drafted Jalen Phillips, edge, edge rusher. Uh, the Washington football team, they drafted Jamin Davis, linebacker. The New York football giants drafted Kadarius Tony, wide receiver. The Indianapolis Colts drafted Quiddy Pay, edge rusher. The Tennessee Titans drafted Caleb Farley, cornerback. The Minnesota Vikings drafted offensive tackle from Virginia Tech, Christian Derisaw. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers drafted Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama. That's a great pickup for them. The Jacksonville Jaguars drafted Travis Anthony, running back out of Clemson. And I've seen where uh, you know, the Jaguars saying if it wasn't Anthony, like if Kadarius Tony was available at number twenty five, they would have they would have drafted Kadarius Tony because that's who they wanted. But he didn't fall to them, so they drafted a running back. The Cleveland Browns drafted Greg Newsom, the second cornerback. With the 27th pick, the Baltimore Ravens drafted Rashad Bateman, wide receiver. They, they absolutely needed that for Lamar Jackson. If they want to see Lamar progress in the way they want him to progress, this is the pick that you got that you had to go with. Um, the New Orleans Saints drafted <clears throat> Peyton Turner, DN. The Green Bay Packers drafted cornerback Eric Stokes. The Buffalo Bills drafted Greg Rousseau. Edge rusher. The Baltimore Ravens drafted Odaf Oa, edge rusher. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted Joe Tryon, edge rusher. All right, so that was the first round of the of the NFL draft. All right, um, we can uh, I believe I believe we can move on to my Philadelphia Eagles, y'all. <laughs> I believe we can, but just I'm a, I'm a checking case. I'm a checking case, but um, but I think we can move on. Now I will say, one of uh, one of the the uh, the be- the best teams looking right now. One oh uh would have to be the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, they addressed everything in the draft. They addressed everything in the offseason. So, you know. It's going to be interesting. going to be interesting, y'all. Now. Now, people. Don't forget, the NFL schedule release is Wednesday, May 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the NFL Network. Can't wait for that. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. Um, as uh, executive said that, they thought that Devontae Smith is, is and was the second um, best uh, player in the draft after, you know, Trevor Lawrence, obviously. So, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he's what Jalen Hurts needs, you know. And hopefully Jalen Hurts comes to play this season. Um, report, uh, the Giants were fuming after the Eagles traded up ahead of them to select Devontae Smith in the 2021 NFL Draft. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, they claim former Detroit Lions running back Karrion Johnson off waivers. So that was, that was a huge pickup for them. That really was. Frank Reich believes Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts didn't cause Carson Wentz meltdown. Um, well, I mean, if, if Frank Reich says it, then, uh, 
you know, Carson Wentz is quarterback, uh, sorry, Colt, head coach in Indianapolis now. Um, then I think, and obviously they've been talking and, and, uh, yeah, it looks like that's exactly what happened. Landon Dickerson got engaged. Yeah. And I don't think that's it. It might've been like, what, like, like, really? Did you guys just draft him in the second round? But I don't think it was like, um, oh my God. Like, it was the center of it all. No, 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 no. This has been going on for a while. And hopefully one day, you know, he op Carson Wentz is able to open up about it and say why he, yeah, why he left. Why he wanted to leave. Um, So, you know, we all, we, we all have this thing where, oh, we don't know what the Eagles want from Jalen Hurts. I think they're going to trade for a quarterback. Let's do that. Well, Howie Roseman spoke up. Not only did he speak up by drafting Devontae Smith, one of uh, Jalen Hurts' uh, teammates. I mean, everybody from Jalen Hurts to Brandon Brandon Graham, they wanted they wanted um, the Eagles to draft him. They wanted the Eagles to draft. Uh, um, they, I'm trying to get it out of my head right now. They wanted the, they wanted the Eagles to draft Devontae Smith. That's what it was, um, or a wide receiver, whatever it was. But, um, you know, obviously in the draft, the team did not address the quarterback position, which I loved. But Howie Roseman was on um, Sirius, Sirius XM NFL Radio. You know, they were talking about the expectations for the second-year quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And they said, well, how we said, obviously, the whole Philadelphia Eagles organization is saying, we want to see him grab the job and kind of run with it. All right. So what does that mean? Oh, and also to see what you do with it over a period of time. We want to be in a situation where we get as much information as possible, give them the best opportunity, build that offensive line, offensive line, give them the right weapons, put him in a system that really maximizes his ability, and then go from there. It felt like the years of letting a quarterback to develop behind the veteran are long gone. Too often, rookie quarterbacks are thrust into the fire, and teams evaluate how they handle it. Teams are expected to win right away with the young quarterback on a team-friendly deal. It just might be a make-or-break year for Jalen Hurts in 2021, regardless if that truly is fair to him or not. I think it's fair. You know, you draft, you get Landon Dickinson, you get all these offensive linemen, you, you bring in Kerryon Johnson, you draft another running back, you uh you, you draft Devontae Smith, you're getting all these key pieces. You're, you're putting pieces around Jalen Hurts, all right? You're putting these pieces around Jalen Hurts for, a obvious, for an obvious reason. Um... And and I think it's, at the end of the day, I think it's gonna it's not gonna break Jalen Hurts. It's gonna make a Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah, I think at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts will be able to succeed and you know, and be able to 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 ride with this. I think he will. I think he will. Absolutely, I think he will. Um, for me, if I had to give my NFL draft grade, I'm gonna go B minus. No, no, sorry, B plus. I'm going to go B+. Plus. I think the Philadelphia Eagles did a phenomenal job in the NFL draft. I think they did. 
Yeah, would you have what I would have I liked for them to get a quarterback? Absolutely, but we can't get everything we want. So we can't get everything we want, y'all. And uh, and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm really, I really am. I'm okay with you know just the draft pick with Devontae Smith, man. That's good. You know, Milton Williams. That's one of my questions, and I'm gonna get into all you know. You know, Devontae Smith, I think he's going to be one of the best wide receivers in the game one day. Um, and same thing with Jalen. I think Jalen has the potential. Jalen Hurts, I believe he has the potential to, you know, succeed in a very, very good way. Um, Landon Dickerson, uh, the great, the things I hear about him are phenomenal. Are phenomenal. Oh, one thing, don't worry about Devontae Smith's size. Don't worry about it. Trust me, I've heard from everybody saying, do not worry about his size. He's going to be all right. His, they, they say he's going to be a Marvin Harrison. All right, we're going to see. Landon Dickerson, he is a man. Uh, he is men, men amongst boys. Not only is he a center, he could be a guard as well. So, Button Williams, I'm kind of worried about, but we'll see. They were on his board. They were on his board, so we'll see. They did draft corner uh, Zach McPherson. We'll see how he does. Hopefully, he does good. Um, we drafted Kenneth Gainwell. That's that's the steal of the draft. That is one of the steals of the draft. At least in the Eagles draft, this was definitely a steal for them. Um, they also drafted defensive tackle Marlon Tupelotu. Um, I heard good things about him. Another defensive tackle. Um, then we drafted Deanne Taron Jackson. Linebacker Jacoby Stevens. Linebacker Patrick Johnson. Now, I think it's Jacoby Stevens who, he can play linebacker, but he can also play safety as well. So, um, they're going to use him like in a hybrid kind of, kind of package, package disguise type of thing. Um, which is good. It's good. Um, now, I did hear they draft, they, they signed some un, un, uh, undrafted free agents, like good ones. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like the one wide, it was a one wide receiver from Al, uh, not Alabama, from Florida. <clears throat> He's like a big dude. He's like an outside um, Jeffrey type of dude. I'm like, oh, I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, um, I'm trying to see if I can find him. Um, but y'all, Ross is Ross are looking good. We didn't even draft the tight end in the draft. Um, I mean, I'm, that's fine with me. Um, I didn't feel like we needed to draft the tight end in the draft. If anything, I think we should. I think if anything, we we should um, we should definitely. Um, <clears throat> I forgot Nicole Roby Coleman's still still free agent. So is Corvon LeBlanc, Corey Clement, Jason Peters. J- Jason Peters and Corey Clement, they're definitely not coming back. Richard Rodgers, he could come back. I could see him coming back. Roby Coleman and uh, Corvon LeBlanc, I don't see coming back, to be honest, as well. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. But I'm trying to find out, you know, because Philadelphia Eagles, unless they, they probably didn't put it out there yet, but, you know, they did sign some undrafted uh, free agents. Like a wide receiver and stuff. So, well, whenever, whenever that's official, uh, um, <coughs> excuse me, I'll definitely talk about that.
Uh, yeah, let's uh, I want to look at the offense, how the offense is going to look this upcoming season. So we're definitely going to do that, people. We're going to do that. Offense and probably most likely defense as well. All right, y'all. So here we go. Um, obviously, obviously the quarterback. Yeah, they still don't have um the they still don't have the because I believe they they signed the quarterback would be Jamie Newman, um, but he's not on on the depth chart right now. So, um, let me see. I believe Jamie Newman's his name. Um. Let me see. It feels good. It feels good to be doing podcasts again, yo. I ain't gonna lie. Let me see. Is it Jamie Newman? Yep, it's Jamie Newman. That's who it is. Um, that's that's a steal for Fluth too, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's six four, two hundred thirty pounds. Jesus. Um, but yeah, he's not on there. So, but. Here it is, people. Zach Ertz is still on the team. But I'm not going to have him on the team. I'm going to say we trade him and we get... I think they should... Maybe not Richard Rodgers. They should sign Trey Burton if they can. If not, then Richard Rodgers. But obviously, quarterback one will be Jalen Hurts. Um... Running back with... Starting running back, Miles Sanders. I say the backup would have to be Karrion Johnson, third would have to be Kenneth Gainwell, and then probably Boston Scott or Jordan Howard. Um, but I, I say Boston Scott would definitely have to be your fourth. Um, wide receivers, you got Jalen Rager, Travis Fulgham, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside, Devontae Smith, John Hightower, and Khalil Tate. I say Devontae, I say starters would be, the, oh, and then, and the, in the slot, Greg Ward and Quez Watkins. I say I, I think a lot a lot this season, if you know, training goes good, it's gonna be Devontae, Jalen Rager, and Quez Watkins. Um, maybe John Hightower, Khalil Tate, so maybe even JJ or Tega Whiteside, we'll see if he even makes it. But um I'm just excited to see, you know, Devontae and Jalen Rager playing on both ends. That's definitely gonna be exciting. Um Titans, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Khalid Wilson, Jason Groom. Um, yeah, I think Zach will eventually get traded. I, I, I wouldn't mind to see him go to the Indianapolis Colts, though. I really wouldn't. I really would not. Um, uh, left tackle, Andre Dillard. I, I, for some reason, I believe Maialata will, will take over for Dillard. Uh, Isaac Zayamalu will be left guard. Sorry, not left yeah, whatever. You guys know what I mean. LG. Um, you got, um, well, left tackle, you got um, Andre Diller, Jordan Mailata, Brett Tult. Um, left guard, you got Isaac Samalu, Landon Dickerson, Nate Herbert, and Sue Opeta. <clears throat> Center, you have Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, Nate Herbert, and Luke Jurega. Right guard, you got Brandon Brooks, Nate Herbert, Matt Pryor, and Sue Opeta. Right tackle, you got Lane Johnson, Matt Pryor, Brett Toff, and Jordan Mailata. Um, so, I mean, if the starting lineups, Jordan Mailata, Isaac Samalu, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Brooks, and Lane Johnson, that's a pretty damn good lineup. 
And uh, last and last season, um, I don't even know why his name isn't. Why? Whoa, maybe because he got injured last season, so it just won't show up. But people, um, what's his name? I can't even remember his name right now. I'll look it up once. Uh, once once we're done. Um, all right. Defense. You got Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, Matt Leo, Patrick Johnson. Um, you had Javon Hargrave, T.Y. McGill, Milton Williams. I believe uh, he's yeah he's a project. Fletcher Cox, Hazan Ridgeway, Marlon Tupaludo, and Raquan Williams. Brendan Graham, Teron Jackson, and Joe Otsman. Alex Singleton and Davian Taylor. Eric Wilson, TJ Edwards, and Joe Batchy. And then Sean Bradley, Jannard Avery, Rashad Smith. Then you got on the corners, you got uh, Darius Slay. Zach, Zach McPherson, Graylin Arnold, and Craig James. You got Avanti Maddox, Kevon Wallace, Michael, Michael Jaquette, Kevon Seymour. Safety, you got Anthony Harris, Andrew Adams, and Jacoby Stevens. You got also in safety, you got Rodney McLeod, Marcus Epps, and Elijah Riley. Um, so defense ain't that bad. It's just... Let's see how McPherson does this season. It'll be interesting if he's going to be a slot or he's, he's going to be the number two corner. Um, but, you know, I think linebackers, if you're going to go with three linebackers on the field, you got to go with Alex Singleton, Eric Wilson, and Davian Taylor. Um, but if you're just going to go with two, you go with Alex Singleton and Eric Wilson, obviously. Um, but our offense, bro, our offense is set. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Karrion Johnson, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, or Jordan Howard. But I gotta say, Boston Scott. <laughs> you got Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith, John Hightower, Quez Watkins, and Greg Ward, Travis Fulgham. They ain't no slouches, but we don't know what we got from Khalil Tate or JJ if they go away side. And the tight ends, you got Dallas Goddard, and as of right now, Zach Ertz, but that could change. Um, and our old linemen, if they can stay healthy, we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good, yo. If our old linemen can stay healthy, we can be good. And if McPherson turns out to be a very good corner, oh my goodness, watch out. Watch out, yo, watch out. Um, now let me find I gotta find the name of this brother. Because this is driving me crazy. This is driving me crazy. The one old lineman that uh had a pretty he had a pretty darn good season. He did. He had a pretty darn good season last year. Uh, Jake, Jack, Jack, Jake, wow, Jack Driscoll, that's who it is, Jack Driscoll, y'all, oh my goodness, that was driving me freaking insane, oh, here you go, they have it here, Jamie Newman, quarterback, um, let's see what else, who else, they have wide wide receiver, they have wide receiver, um, Joe, Jamon Osborne, I believe that's what he's 6'2", 225 pounds, and he played for Texas A&M. All right. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, people. Um, But, like I said, the draft, for me, the Eagles, B+. I think they did fairly well. Um, I think the whole NFC East did pretty, pretty good. I think they did. Um. Uh, it's gonna be interesting, though. It's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, at the end, at at the end of the day, it's about 
Jalen Hurts. And this new coaching staff. I want to see, you know, the coach says it's a competition. But if the owner and the GM is saying, yeah, we want to want to give Jalen all the weapons he needs to succeed. Um, <laughs> well, guess what? He's a star. And I think the head coach knows that. But, you know, he just wants to make sure that nobody gets any passes. Um, and, yeah, could, could, could Zach Ertz be with the Philadelphia Eagles this season? Yes. But, but, it can also, if the price is right, he could get traded. Now, I don't know exactly what the Eagles are looking for because it hasn't been, like, discussed or announced or anything like that, but I would imagine if the price is right, the Eagles would definitely trade him. Um, This Eagles team, they just need to get healthy, y'all. That's it. Get healthy. That's it. That's all they have to do. Get healthy, especially in the O-line. If the O-line can stay healthy, this team, if the O-line can stay healthy, Give Hurts time. Oh my goodness. Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. And whoever you at, whether it's Greg Ward, because Greg Ward Jr., him and um him and Jalen Hurts, man, they played phenomenal last season together. Whether it's him or Quest Watkins, these brothers are gonna be on one. Like they're gonna be on one, y'all. When I say that, like they're gonna be on one. Right, um, and I, I don't know, I don't know. Got this feeling. I'm not gonna say the Philadelphia Eagles are gonna make the playoffs. I'm, I'm not gonna say that right now because that defense is suspect. And the coaching staff, we don't know what we got from this Eagles coaching staff. We really don't. We don't know what we're getting. We don't know what we have from this Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. And and it's the truth. It, ladies and gentlemen, it is the truth. We do not know what we are getting from this Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff. As much as I want to say, yeah, Nick, no, don't get me wrong, Nick Sirianni, I think he could be a phenomenal coach. I think he's going to be a very good coach in this in the NFL. Um, but the rest, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm confident about him, but I don't want to blow smoke up their ass and then they just shit on shit on my hand. So um I'm not I'm not gonna not gonna make predictions yet because it's still early. Let's see what happens with training camp, you know, training camp or rookie camp and all that. That's uh that's this month. Um and then next month is you know the other. Um, um so we'll see. So we'll, we'll, I mean yeah we'll see we'll see within ladies and gentlemen within time we will see we will see what happens with uh. With Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and that whole Philadelphia Eagles team. But, ladies and gentlemen, they played in Alabama together. So, be ready. Uh, since from the first snap to the last snap of the season, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, they're going to be on one. They're going to be on one. And this is exactly what Jalen Hurts needed. What what did what did uh, Jeffrey Lurie say earlier this After, you know, once got traded and all this, later on, you know, it was probably late. A month or less to the draft, and and freaking the owner Jeffrey Lurie says we want to build around Hurts. 
He's going to be our guy. The head coach and, all, and the GM say, ah, well, you know, it's a competition. We'll see what happens. You know, we're looking at everything in the draft. No, you're not. You're looking at Devontae Smith in the draft for your boy Jalen Hurts because he's going to be the starter to come this upcoming season. And you want to give him all the weapons possible. You want to give him everything he needs for when it comes down to it, all those 17 games that have to be played. And who knows, maybe maybe he plays well enough that the Eagles make the playoffs. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he plays well, but the you know the, the defense or whatever doesn't play enough, good enough to get us passed into the playoffs. But the but the point is, if Jalen Hurts can have a pretty good season, the Philadelphia Eagles have have found their franchise quarterback. That's it. There's no if ands or buts about it. If Jalen Hurts is able to have a successful season, let's say he has 25 pass touchdowns, eight interceptions, he passes for 3,000 or 4,000 yards and, you know, doesn't turn the ball over as, as much, that, that's a successful season. That is a successful season for him. All right, like, God, that's, that's it. Like, not asking for too much. We're not asking for, you know, for the whole farm. We're just asking for a sample size. You know, that's it. That's it. And uh I know I know at the end of the day. I know at the end of the day, Jenna Hurts will be able to live up to it because, you know, even this offseason everybody's talking about his leadership and all this. And, you know, you, you just see, you see it in the guy, you see, you see it in him. And, um, I believe that at the end of the day, um, Jalen Hurts is going to be quarterback one for, for the next, uh, 12, 14 years for the Philadelphia Eagles. I just have that feeling, you know, everybody compares him, you know, to Tim Tebow. First it was Russell Wilson, or I forgot who it was. And, but now it's Tim Tebow because of uh, his, you know, his physique. And it's like, no, 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 no. This dude, he's a baller. I'm telling you right now, he's a baller. And he will be a baller. But he has to prove it at the same time. And we're going to see if he's able to prove it this upcoming season. Um, we all know Devontae Smith, whether it's Jalen Hurts or another or somebody else, whether it's free agency trade or um, in the 2022 draft, <laughs> um, uh, Devontae Smith is, is a baller. He's going to be one of the best wide receivers in a few years. I, I know that for, that's I know that for a fact, and that, you know you're taking the pressure off of Jalen Rager too. Oh my goodness, it's it's gonna be phenomenal, y'all. It's gonna be a phenomenal season. But we'll talk more about it. Um, you know we're gonna talk about the schedule release and what what I think about it. Um, you know what I see happening with the Eagles with that schedule release. Um, and so much more. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you guys. I thank you guys. This is the end of the podcast. I had a blast with you guys. I can't wait to do this again. That's right. Um, wrestling podcast will be coming out soon as well. So, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That's right. This is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. This is Boricua. Ha, uh, let me try this again. Boricua. Father. Three, two, one.
podcaster. This is Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, guys. And I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.